Hello and welcome to an ECFR podcast. My name is Katerina Botel and here we will be speaking to Susie Dennison, author of the fourth chapter called Middle East and North Africa in the Scorecard 2015 publication. The publication where we've given our annual assessment of Europe's performance upon dealing with issues from across the globe. The last year has seen full-scale conflicts in the MENA region proportionally grow. An estimated 200,000 people died in the conflicts, producing over 3 million refugees. Susie Dennison, an ECFR senior policy fellow, expert on human rights and on the MENA region itself, explains the challenges in 2014. Although this wasn't the region uh, with the crisis which will shape 2014 um, in European memories, um, it was nevertheless um, a part of the world which, where we saw um, a growing proportion um, of the landmass affected by conflict. The Syrian conflict, um, now over three years old, um, the um, Islamic State making advances across um, uh, Syria and northern Iraq, We saw Libya descend into civil war during the course of 2014. We saw the Israel-Gaza conflict um, in the summer. And by the end of the year, Yemen too, um, what had started out the year looking as a relatively promising transition, um, uh, was looking much more like um, uh, much more like a country descending into civil conflict as well. The EU's score regarding its role with Syria and Iraq has seen some improvement. However, it still remains an area where the EU is underperforming. Additionally, another improvement has been noticed with Tunisia. In terms of high points um, in the region in, in, in 2014, they're, they're difficult to find, but it's definitely worth mentioning Tunisia, um, where we did see um, uh, the one uh, remaining country which um, underwent an, a revolution in, um, during the Arab Spring of 2011 um, that um, passed uh, a number of important milestones in terms of um, elections and really um, does seem to be the one um, country from the Arab Spring that, that has is showing genuine prospects for um, emerging as a, as a stable democracy. And also, to some extent, the, talk, the nuclear talks um, with Iran, um, where um, this year it wasn't um, the high point in terms of the interim deal um, that we saw in 2013. Um, we saw um, the, the final agreement uh, postponed. But nevertheless, it wasn't the worst outcome that it could have been. The talks, did, um, the talks didn't fall apart. Um, and so um, I think on, on that too, um, it, it, it ended the year on a relatively positive note. Some EU countries undertook intervention in the region either humanitarian or military, whilst others kept a more neutral position. I think uh, that, that, that Europe's voice collectively in this region um, uh, needs, to be, um, needs to be more coordinated. What I'm, I'm thinking of here um, is, um, uh, is the response to the Islamic State, where um, we've seen the obvious activist states, France and the UK, involved um, in intervention and others too, um, and they were very influential. But um, this wasn't backed up overall by a sort of a political strategy of what comes next. And again, um, the, the the humanitarian response was um, was was quite piecemeal from, uh, from from different parts of Europe. That's not to say that um, significant amounts of aid didn't come through.
through. But uh, we we saw very clearly different levels of, of, of priority of this region from different states. Europe really needs a hard-headed look at um, how it deals in a global way, how it creates a, a policy which supports um, its interests and uh, which protects it against its threats. Denison believes that certain issues which need to be addressed by the EU in the MENA region revolve around a security strategy. A security strategy can't sort of stop at the borders of, of what we know as Middle East and North Africa, um, that um, that the Sahel has to, and, and, and further into sub-Saharan Africa has to be a part of, um, of, of that global approach. Um, and, um, and, and equally, the, the security strategy very clearly can't sit alone. It, it does have to be seated within... Um, a broader foreign policy approach, um, which I think is why, uh, for, for this region, as for so many others, the, the thinking around the global strategy is, is important. You can find a download of our publication, Scorecard 2015, as well as background information to our annual scorecard research and the full data on our website at ecfr.eu scorecard.